Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Let's read from the from the book of uh, Matthew, Matthew 22. Uh, f- sorry, Matthew 14:22 up to 33. We'll go up to 33. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the, of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Lord, if it is you, command me to come and walk on the water with you. What a statement. So he said, come. And when Peter came down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the wind, that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they had got onto the boat, the wind ceased. And those that were on the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Now, I come from a landlocked country where I only saw the ocean the first time when I came to Australia. So me and water are not very good friends. Uh, I can only trust water in a cup or the shower that I can control. It's not really my fault because where I come from, I come from a very rugged, mountainous place where the rivers are very fast flowing. You can actually hear a river miles away flowing. So we didn't grow up with, with, with swimming. So when I first read this scripture, I said, surely Peter was very dumb to want to get out of the, secure, the security of the boat and walk on the water. Surely they must have been wrong with him. I definitely say he must have been a white person. Praise God, because you white people do crazy stuff. We, we, we are very reserved as Africans. We, we, we don't trust much. But my point is, now, Pete, Peter was in the security of the boat with the other disciples, and he sees Jesus walking on top of his problem. Now, the wind, the waves, the water was a problem that was buffeting them. And Jesus comes and walking, he's walking on top of their problem. And Peter calls out and says, if it is you, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you. If it is you, make me walk on top of this thing that is troubling me. This is a statement of faith. This is a statement of boldness where he says, this is the thing that I'm afraid of. This is the thing that is threatening to drown me, but my God is walking on it. My God has power over it. My God has authority over my problem. And the thing that I am drowning in, the thing that I'm sinking in, I can walk on. 
I'm here to declare to you this morning that whatever you are sinking in, whatever you are drowning in, whatever is surrounding you, whatever is troubling you, you can actually walk on it. You can actually, as long as you fix your eyes on Jesus, as long as you can head on to Jesus, you can walk on what you are drowning on. You can walk on what you are sinking in. Whatever debt you are sinking in, fix your eyes on Jesus and walk towards him. Other than swimming, Jesus wasn't swimming in the water. Peter did not say, Lord, if it was you, let me swim towards you. Because the moment you start swimming, you are too involved in your problems. You are too involved. You are at the same level at what you are fighting it. You got to walk on it. Because once you start swimming, it starts coming into your mouth. It comes into your nose. It comes into your thoughts and it becomes, becomes a hindrance to what you are trying to accomplish. But you got to walk on it. You got to say, Lord, if you are walking on my problem, you are the son of God. You have given me the power to become a child of God and I can walk on what you are walking on. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. I got to warn you. I haven't been up here for a while, so I am a loaded cannon this morning. So you better be prepared. You better buckle up because we are in for a ride. Praise God. I am, I, I am so troubled by Christians that just wallow in depression when yet there is Jesus who is above depression. I am troubled by marriages that are on the verge of breaking down when they can put their faith together and walk towards Jesus. We are fighting. Me and my wife will be fighting, but we can walk hand to hand in the altar. We can walk up here and say, God help me, I'm drowning. Lord save me, I'm drowning. You can call out to Jesus and say, Jesus, save me, I am drowning. I am tired of Christians that pretend they are walking on top of the mountain every time. But they go to their homes and they start crying. You cry yourself to sleep, but you come here and you pretend as if everything is okay. It is time that you stand up from that seat and say, Lord, even if it means the whole service, I'll be standing up here, but help me, I am drowning. Help me, I am drowning. I'm desperate in this situation. Help me, my business is drowning. Help me, my marriage is drowning. Help me, my children are drowning. I cannot just sit there in the comfort of the boat. I cannot just sit there. I cannot just wait there. As long as I know that Jesus is there, I can walk towards him. As, as long as I know, because Jesus, every word that God spoke out of his mouth, he can back it. He exalted his word above his name. God backs every word that he says. If he says, come, you better come. If he says, walk on it, you better walk on it. Don't try and swim on it. If, if Jesus says, come walking, don't swim. Don't say, Lord, may I swim towards you? The good thing is I can't even swim myself, so my only option will be to walk towards him. But as for you that are good swimmers, well, you got to learn to walk. Walk on top of that problem. Walk on those potholes. I've got a prophecy that some of you, your, your path is full of potholes. Your path is full of ditches and things that are hindering you. But I tell you that gravity has no power over your faith. I'll say that again. Gravity has no power over your faith. Gravity cannot pull you down because your faith is stronger than the, 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 the laws of nature. Faith does not make any sense. If you look at it, faith is foolishness. It doesn't make any sense, but it has power over reality. 
An invisible God solving visible problems. That's what I'm trying to bring across to you. He is a God. You know, you know, you know what troubled me was when, when, when Moses went to Pharaoh and he says, the Lord, they said, let my people go. You know what Pharaoh said? Who is the Lord? I don't know not the Lord. I know not the Lord. Because Pharaoh was used to his gods that he could see. He was used to idols that he could see. But now Moses is coming to introduce an invisible God who solves visible problems. Now you have an invisible God who can walk on waves, who can walk on your problems, who can tread and walk on the things that are trying to bring you down. Get excited with me. It is time, it is time that our church goes to another level. It is a time that our church, you know, we, we make up our minds, we become, we become aggressive in this thing and say, Lord, we have been in this place for so long. Lord, we have been on the same place for so long. It is time. If it is you, Lord, bid me to walk towards you. If it is you, Lord, I want to go to an act to a next level. If it is you, Lord, I am tired of this sickly body. I want a healthy body. I want a healthy mind where the devil is not always whispering, where the Holy Spirit is singing in my head instead of those negative thoughts. Lord, help me. I am sinking. Lord, help me. I'm drowning in my thoughts. The all, all I think about is violence. I want to kill someone. This is why we all have the, 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 the road rage. You know, just only a few days ago, I was driving to Southern Cross. I stopped at the, at the service station and the, I see this woman taking photos of uh, the truck. I have seen this before. People just take photos. They get excited. They want to show their children or their grandchildren. And then, but then I realized there's something wrong. She's actually swearing. She's swearing at me. And I, I roll down the window and I say, are, are you okay? And she starts abusing me. And I, she says, ah, learn how to drive. And I said, duh, Australians don't know how to drive. <laughs> what are you talking about? And she, she goes and says, stick to the speed limit. You're going 60, you're going 70, you're going 100. And I said, guess what? I'm pulling 60 ton behind me. So the terrain determines how fast I go. If it is going up the hill, it slows down. If it's going down the hill, if it is flat, the truck picks up speed according to the load that is pulling. Oh, I've got, I've got my HR license. And I said, this is not a HR license. Oh, I've got my MC license. And then I said, you should have started with MC. If you really had an MC license, then you'd understand. So th th these are the kind of thoughts that people have in their heads. I don't know what had upset it, to tell the very honest truth. Uh, so all I simply said, I said, okay, please walk away from me. Because I do not want to kill anyone in Southern Cross. <laughs> Just jokes. Just jokes. I wouldn't kill anyone. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> it would be very strange that the pastor killed someone on the road, side of the road. Very strange. But I, I know some pastors that are like that. I'm not going to say names. But what I'm saying is, the devil always puts venom in our thoughts. He always puts thoughts. To tell you the very, do you know why when, 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 God gave, when God gave Moses the instructions, he says, do not kill. Why do you think God says, do not kill? 
Because he knows we have the capacity to kill. Do not do this, all those things, because God already knows what we are. God knows how we think. God knows how we function. So he knew, that's why he put a provision for all these things. God understands how we function because we are a fallen man. We became, we became, we became a, a mutant when, 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 when Adam fell in the garden. We became mutated. We, we were not the original being. So the thoughts that come to our minds, the, the things that combobulate our minds are not godly things. So we pray that may, may the Lord transform us. God transform my thoughts. This is why Paul says in Romans 12 that may, may your thoughts be transformed. May you be renewed in the transforming of your thoughts because he knows the kind of thoughts that we think when we see someone. To tell you the very honest truth, when someone walks down this aisle, we, if only we could see your thoughts, if only we could publish your thoughts, right? Oh, maybe it's too... Right now, as I am preaching right now, if only we had a, a, a projector that will project what you are thinking right now. Some of you will walk up and live with the middle finger up in the air. Stuff this. That's what you would say. Because if only we could see what you think, if only we could know what are in your thoughts. But let me tell you something. Your enemy knows your thoughts. Because he puts them there anyway. Your enemy knows your thoughts. But the word of God is the antidote to those thoughts. Put, your, put the word of God in your mind. It becomes an antidote to the venom that is in your thoughts. The word of God is transforming power. That reverses any negative thinking. That reverses any depression that you can come up with. Or any invention you can come up with. I know, do you know the devil? You, you have all these imaginations. What, there were some people that just think the worst about themselves. It's just the enemy that's put those ideas in you. But let me tell you something. Jesus, if you were the only person left on earth, Jesus would have still died for you. That's how important you are. That's how God loves you. That's how God wants for you. So the thing that you have been drowning in for years and years, God has sent a black man to tell you that you can be walking on it. Praise God. Come towards me. Jesus says, walk on it towards me. Jesus says, walk on it towards me. Walk on it towards me. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Because the moment Peter looked at the wind, he started sinking. You are looking at your problem instead of fixing your eyes on the solver of the problem. You are looking on the problem instead of looking at the solution. If you fix your eyes on the solution, I tell you, you can walk upon anything. It doesn't matter how boisterous the wind is. It doesn't matter how strong the waves are. You can walk on them when you see Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, when they were out there in the boat, they were troubled. It was, they felt they were going to lose their lives. But then Peter gets out of the boat where there was a little security that was left and he exposes himself to the element. All you need to do sometimes is to expose yourself to be delivered. Sometimes what you need to do is to expose yourself to be delivered. Expose yourself and say, I am addicted to this thing. Expose yourself and say, Lord, I'm addicted to this thing. I am a liar. I used to lie a lot, by the way. Until I actually went in front of the church and I confessed 
that I lie, I exaggerate sometimes for no reason. That's where I got my breakthrough from. Sometimes you have to expose it. Sometimes you have to say and confess it that this is the thing that is drowning me. This is the thing that is causing me not to sleep in the middle of the night. These are the images that I see when I try to close my eyes to sleep. Expose it and walk towards Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are waiting, we are waiting, we are waiting, we are waiting to see Christians that are delivered, that are really, really delivered. There is a difference between a picture of a steak and an actual steak. It does, I don't care how good the decoy is. I don't care how much is well decorated. You cannot eat a picture of a steak. You need the real thing. I'm an African. I can tell you the taste of a steak is different. And it's not even the same as a burger. They say it's a steak. If it's a steak, it has to be a steak. You need to be really delivered, not, not half delivered, not half half. You know, no, 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 not unconscious. You, you, you do not want an unconscious, what? An unconscious sinner living inside a believer where it's at any point they can be resuscitated. Some of us here, we still, we still have the anger that we had when we, before we were believers. We, we still have these characters that are underlying that we just cover up with makeup. I'm not talking about Maybelline. I'm just talking about others. You know, we make it up. We, we make up with smiles. We make up with jokes. We make up with these things. We just cover it. We just cover it because we don't want people to see how we are drowning inside. We just cover it up with, 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 with jokes. We cover it up with, with singing loud or shouting at the loudest. But when we are alone, we, we, we are covering up the fact that our husband has left us. And we, think, we, we tell people that we don't care. It was good riddance. Until you are by yourself and you start crying and say, why did he leave me? Is it because of me? We, we, we pretend, we put on a facade before people that we are okay, but in, deep down inside, we are wallowing. Deep down inside, we are drowning. We are sinking. We cannot go on and walk with Christians that are damaged inside. Oh, come on, you. We, we, we cannot, we can go, not go on with people singing in front of here. We are, we, we are damaged for a long time. Praise God. We cannot go on, cry out and say, Lord, save me, I'm drowning. Lord, save me, I'm drowning. I, 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 can you imagine if we can put our faith together? If we can all believe, if, if husbands can put their faith together with their wives and they believe for their children, if they can put their faith together, they can save the nation. If, if you and me can put our faith together, we can believe a, a prodigal son back home. If you and me can put our faith together, we can believe a, a, a rebellious person to come back to, call, to, to, to God. If you and me can put our faith together, there is no amount of gravity that can pull us down. Oh, my God. Where are we going, church? Where are we going? 
We, we can't do this Sunday in and Sunday out and we are still in the same place. We can't do this every Wednesday. We come for prayer. We pray for the same thing, but we don't see a result. We, we, we cannot go on and we keep praying for our children and they don't get saved. We keep on doing this. We believe. We believe for our finances, but nothing happens. We believe for our finances, but we go and borrow money from loan sharks. We cannot go on. We cannot go on sinking like that. We have a God who owns the silver and the gold, by the way. So how can we go on like this? How can, come on, I want you to see this vividly. I want you to see this vividly. We cannot go on like this. Otherwise, church is useless. If we cannot get fixed here, if we cannot get corrected here, then church is useless. If we cannot get God to stand up and say, now we need men that will stand up and say, thus says the Lord with boldness. We need women who stand up and say, I saw the Lord doing this. People who are bold to say what God is saying. That's what the church wants. We do not want beautiful things and beautiful decorations and all this. These things are going to remain on earth, but we want people who can give us a word. People who can give us a word. And you know in your heart that I'm convicted. I know this was God speaking. I know this was God speaking. This wasn't a man, although God used a man. But this was God. I cannot argue with that. Praise God. Even as I come to learn. I just want you to know that whatever problem, whatever situation, whatever circumstance that you are drowning in, God, God himself is walking on it. God himself is right there in the midst of that problem. God himself is saying, come on, come and walk towards me. Come and walk towards me. You may be here this morning or online and you have been struggling with this you don't know where to turn you don't know how to solve this problem but here i am standing in the morning god is saying come to me thanks for listening to this message we hope it has blessed you if you would like to find out more about awaken city church visit awakencity.com.au